Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story of bank robbery, kind of like saying a woman is a little bit pregnant. Police in Boca Raton, Florida say 73-year-old Sandy Hawkins entered a Wells Fargo branch Monday morning, approached a teller, indicated he had a weapon, and proclaimed a robbery. He then specifically asked for $1,100 to be handed over. As you might expect, the teller nervously got a stack of hundreds out of the drawer and began to count them out, and when she got to 20... She passed the stack back to Hawkins. The bank robber, though, passed it back, saying he asked for 1100 not 2000 She then recounted. He walked out with exactly what he requested. Hawkins later identified from surveillance video and was found sitting on his front porch not far away. At service, Cliff. <laughs> I don't know if I would be um, <clears throat> yeah. calm enough to be able to count out to 11 to be honest <laughs> with you, if somebody's standing there run to rob me. Yeah. Well, Whoopi Goldberg, Cliff, recently yeah. in the news, as she, she do was now? Ex- well, she was explaining. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, somebody asked her why she lives alone, and has for years. Okay. And if you guessed, because no one else on earth can put up with Whoopi for more than thirty minutes, congratulations, <laughs> you're our first winner here this morning on the Morning Road Show. Yep. That's my guess. That'd anyway. be the reason. Yep. Well, what weird weather they had in Anchorage, Alaska, recently, Cliff? Oh, really? Yes. They had record heat okay. and record snow on the same day. <laughs> You'd have to go outside yeah. and rub suntan lotion on your snowman, Cliff, and that's weird. <laughs> that is weird. Well, Cliff, I'm going to settle this argument yep. once and for all okay. right here today. What? Seems like everybody's having a big discussion about whether it's called stuffing or whether it's called dressing. People are actually getting mad at each other over this. <laughs> well, anybody will argue about anything on social media, yes. so that's probably where this is going on. So here it is. Here's the difference. Okay. Stuffing. It's the seasoned bread you stuff inside a turkey before you cook it. Okay. Dressing. Yeah. It's what you have trouble doing after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Nothing. See? <laughs> no. <laughs> We might have trouble dressing after Thanksgiving. Our clothes might not fit. That's right, see? Yeah. However, I think a dressing is basically stuffing made in a pan. It's not stuffed inside the bird. Well, I guess the debate <laughs> rages. We'll, we'll rage on. We'll rage on. We're having dressing at my house this Thanksgiving, by the way. Weed, as this story starts, you might be thinking, surely you must be joking. But I can assure you that I'm completely serious, and don't call me Shirley. It's a story about a 10-hour China Southern Airlines flight from the other side of the world to New York on Tuesday. The Boeing 787 Dreamliner wasn't even halfway when the medical emergency happened. But no, unlike the movie Airplane, no one had fish for dinner. The condition of the man who needed help can better be described with words from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in time for breakfast! The pilots issued the standard Pardon the interruption, but is there a doctor on board? PA call, and fortunately for the man, there was. The issue that required medical treatment? 
a likely prostate problem that left the man unable to urinate. And with a half, hour, a half a gallon in his bladder and six more flying hours to go, he was literally going to bust. Two doctors reportedly answered the call for help, and they were able to fashion a catheter out of some parts of a first aid kit and some stuff from the galley. But as you might expect, there was one problem. The needle was too small to get the flow going, so it had to be siphoned out with suction from the doctor's mouth. He spit out what he collected in an empty wine bottle. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> you would say, surely you must be joking. No, that's not what I'm really thinking, no. Well, Cliff, you probably already knew this. And What's that? I just found out yesterday, and what? I'm a little bit embarrassed. What is it? I'm embarrassed that I didn't find out earlier. You see, twice a day here on Country 98.1, yeah. Max Armstrong makes an appearance. He has the Midwest Digest. Yes, yes. You're absolutely and, right. And I found out yesterday that on yeah. Monday, yeah. Max Armstrong was elected to the National Farm Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Yeah, I knew that. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> Did you want to talk about that? Well, not now. I, oh. thought, I didn't think you knew. But you knew and you didn't yeah, tell me? Yeah, it was on social media. Man. We had other stuff to talk about. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. But now, yeah. when you hear him, yeah. you're hearing a Hall of Famer. A Hall talk. of Famer. That's pretty impressive. Now, is there? does he have like a statue of him somewhere, like in Cooperstown? or? We'll have to ask him. <laughs> Maybe he'll get knighted. With a big sword or whatever? Something yeah, like that. That's possible. Cliff, I've been thinking this morning. Yeah. Are we going to put up a Christmas tree again this year here at Country 98.1 <laughs> on the Morning Road Show? You mean the Weed and Cliff tree? Yes. Are we going to do that again? I know we're going to put a real one up. <laughs> because I saw the average price of a real tree. What's the average price of a real tree this well, year? Well, last year it was $78, and it's going to go up $20 because there's so a tree shortage. <laughs> Just like in time for Christmas. <laughs> Ironically, yeah. Yes. So what you're saying is the average price of a live tree is $100. Pretty well, yeah. Dang. Yeah. I'm not paying $100 for a tree in this room. I know. And our uh, tree we had last year, which was a beautiful one. Right, until it was damaged. And should have been an award winner. Right, until I'm it was just, damaged. Just saying, it should have been right. the award-winning tree. But it was damaged. Yes. <laughs> and I tried to plug it in. Yeah. Yesterday. And, and what happened? And, uh, yeah. We set off a circuit breaker or something? Uh, there's, it's we blew bad. a fuse? Yes. Yeah. Somebody there's threw a... it in the floor last that year. That was you, by well, the way. I was a little yeah. upset. You threw a... it at the feet of the mayor. Yes, I did. <laughs> From like, I don't know, 10 feet away. Should we get another one? Can you find another tree like that? I know. It was a beauty. Well, <laughs> beauty's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> I'm thinking if we get another one of those trees, Cliff. Yeah. And I'm... I'll do some searching. We'll uh, light it up okay. one week ago, one week from today. Okay. Okay? One week from today. Yeah. We'll light the thing up. Okay. And then yes. we'll see if we can get some of our wonderful listeners again this year to bring in their ornaments Oh. and okay. stick on our tree. Right. And this year, we'll try not to destroy your ornaments <laughs> when I throw it on the ground. That's right. Because in a fit of rage last year... Because you didn't win the contest, you threw it at the feet of the mayor, and I broke several things, including the tree, apparently. Yes. But lots of ornaments that were donated, handmade, made with love ornaments by some of our listeners. You broke into shards of minuscule pieces of ceramics and glass and whatnot. It's not my proudest moment, I'll have to say that, no. <laughs> at least you don't deny it happened. It did happen. Okay. And we should have won. 
Maybe okay. this year. <laughs> Think so? Maybe this year, Cliff. We'll see. Well, Cliff? Yes? My left nostril. <laughs> no. Has what? got issues this morning. My, your left nostril has issues. I feel at you any should... second <laughs> yeah. something's going to blow out of there. Yeah. And it's not going to be pretty because it is tickling me like crazy. <laughs> is it your finger? No. You should take your finger out no, of your no, left nostril. No, it's way up there where I can't reach it with my finger. I've already tried. <laughs> now, something a little more yeah. pleasant than that. Oh, please. Paul McCartney in the news. Paul McCartney in the I news? I never knew this okay. until okay. I read this. All righty. He says that he wrote the song, Let It Be, yeah. for his mom. Really? Which makes a whole new meaning to the line that says, you know, when I find my ti- myself in times of trouble, yeah. Mother Mary comforts me. Yeah. That happens to be his mom's name. It was his mom. Yes. That's what he's talking about. All this wow. time, I thought... <laughs> Wow. It was the Mother Mary. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a, a biblical reference. But when he said that, and I looked it up, I mm-hmm. thought, hey, his mom is Mary McCartney. Wow. And he went on to say, Cliff, yeah, yes. that he wrote Wonderful Christmas Time yeah. for Torturing Prisoners. <laughs> Which reminds me, one week from today... yeah. We'll be playing oh, all of their Christmas right. hits. We'll be torturing yes. a week from today. Yes. The Christmas music will begin a week from today. On Black Friday. It does every year. How about, Cliff, <laughs> yeah. we play a Christmas tune to yeah. kick off every hour during the morning road show. First song right out of the <laughs> First bat. song every hour. Yes. Next Friday. Yes. You want to try that if we can yeah. remember? We always say that. If we can remember, that's a caveat. Yes. You know, that might actually work because then then the pain will be over and we'll have an hour to recover. Well, that wasn't very nice. I mean, it's kind of my thought about playing Christmas music. We'll do that. (laughs) Friday after Thanksgiving. We'll do that. If we can remember. If we can remember. Yeah. This story is one of those, I can't believe there's a law for that, and one group's attempt to stop it. The law, first passed by the General Assembly in the state of North Carolina in 2015, and now the group Animal Help Now has started a petition to have the law repealed. Because the law states, and I quote, No state or local statutes, rules, regulations, or ordinance related to the capture, captivity, treatment, or release of wildlife shall apply between the dates of December 29th each year to January 2nd for the possum. Basically, it means the people of North Carolina can do whatever they want to a possum for five days annually. And when I say anything, I mean anything. The law put into effect to protect New Year's Eve celebrations in North Carolina called possum drops, which are much like the familiar drop of the crystal ball in Times Square, except much, much, much more redneck. They drop a possum from a a pole? In a box, and they lower him slowly, just like they do that crystal ball. Oh. No animals are harmed. He's just in a box and run down from a cable. (laughs) Of all the animals. Yeah. Why would you pick a possum? I have no idea. Because it's North Carolina. And for five days, (laughs) it's free reign on a possum. (laughs) The next song we're going to play has been the most played song on the Waffle House jukebox. I'm not making that up. They still keep track of that? Yes. Okay. The most played song on the Waffle House jukebox for 177 
consecutive scattered, smothered, and covered weeks. <laughs> and the artist, yeah, Wednesday, won four more trophies at the Toonie Awards. And they have it every year. What's a Toonie Award? Well, it's Never heard of that. Waffle House gives this away. Okay. And this artist yeah. won top played country song. Okay. Top played song of all. Okay. Top country artist and the top artist on the Toonie Awards. Okay. And as he's done the last two years, yeah. he came in person really? and collected his <laughs> award he, from he, the folks. He won an award for from Waffle House. Yes. Yeah. And... They asked him what mm-hmm. his favorite go-to item was on their menu, and yeah. he said cheesy eggs. Now, when you have a beard like him, <laughs> I'm not sure cheesy eggs is what you ought to be sampling at Waffle House. So what you're saying is Chris Stapleton is eating cheesy eggs from his beard on a couple of days after he goes I to the restaurant. I would say so, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I read yesterday NASCAR star Jimmy Johnson. Hanging it up after next yeah, season. I heard that too. Tied this with is... the uh, most cup championships at seven. Yeah. Once eight as bad as can be. You know he does. Well, yeah. He's had a couple of bad years. Yeah. And I got to thinking, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of NASCAR stars that have retired in the last four or five years. No, you're absolutely right. The, the face of NASCAR, if you will, is vastly different than what it was at the beginning of the decade. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Tony Stewart's gone. Yep. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jeff Gordon's gone. Yep. Danica Patrick's gone. Gone. Juan Pablo Montoya, or as we referred to him at our house, Crash Oya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they asked Jimmy Johnson yeah. Yeah. what he's most looking forward to in retirement. And what's that? And he said, yeah. turning right. <laughs> Come on, dudes. I want to go right. One time right. Superstar Cher has launched a new perfume. Okay. Just in time for Christmas. Imagine that. Yes. It's almost like they were marketing or something. It's almost like that. I'm yeah. not sure I can even pronounce this. I think <laughs> it's pronounced Eau de Culture. Uh, that's fairly close. Just looking at the words over there, I can see on the screen. Uh, that's fairly close, actually. Well done, my friend. Thank you. It says here it's a fragrance that has a subdued old lady odor. <laughs> With a faint whiff of plastic. I was going to say, there's it's there's got to be some plastic smell there, in there. There's got to be a little bit in there. You're talking about share. And it's 85 bucks a bottle. Well, a lot of plastic in that. Better huh? get a couple bottles of that. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. This morning we asked the question on Take It to the Bank, what did the pilgrims eat at their Thanksgiving festival? Well, what did they eat? At like, their Thanksgiving festival. Well, first of all, I'll tell you, Cliff, what they didn't eat. Okay. They didn't have corn on the cob. <laughs> okay. Apples. Okay. Pears. Okay. Potatoes. Cranberries. And, of course, Cool Whip. How can you have a Thanksgiving <laughs> without right. Cool Whip? I was just getting ready to ask, did someone at least make a pumpkin pie? I don't even think they had pumpkin pie. And you can't have pumpkin pie without, without cool, whip cool Whip because that kills the taste of the pumpkin pie. <laughs> now, no one knows for sure, Cliff. There's yeah. some controversy whether or not they had turkey at the festival. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, they were used to eating turkey, yeah. but they can't pinpoint in any reference that an actual turkey was there dead on the table. <laughs> so what was dead on the table? The only food we yeah. know for sure that they had was deer. 
and they didn't eat the deer with a fork. I was going to say, and we've been talking about what they eat. We haven't said anything about how they eat, because I've been doing some side research over here, and I found a food historian who said, based on the practices of eating in England, which is, you know, where they all came from, um, there were no forks on the table at Thanksgiving. They had knives, and they had spoons. But a fork would have been kind of like, you know, us eating with chopsticks. Something foreign. Something foreign. Yes. Yes. So, so they basically just stuck their yeah. mouth right in there and just went to town. <laughs> Pretty well, yeah. Which my mom got on to me for when I was a kid at Thanksgiving. <laughs> if I'd have only known, Cliff, it was like the Pilgrim. It's what right. they do. <laughs> but all of that, except maybe the Cool Whip stuff. Well, that, yeah. You can take to there the back <laughs> here on the Morning Road Show. Pretty well sure I'm confident in this. What's that? That over the weekend at the movie theaters. Yeah. A beautiful day in the neighborhood probably is not going to come close to Frozen 2 as far as money brought in for the weekend. You don't don't think so? I don't think there's any way that it will. There's a lot of people, youngsters especially, that really don't remember Mr. Rogers. Well, that's true. You You know what I'm saying? You've got to look at the demographic of people who would pay to go to the movies. Yes. But I will say this about A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah. If I was Tom Hanks, I would be awful proud right now because... Mr. Rogers' widow has said that if he was alive, yeah. he would absolutely love the job that Tom Hanks done <laughs> in that movie. That's cool. That is cool. I mean, on the other hand, it's Mr. Rogers. What could people do that he didn't love? That is true. I mean, and if, if it was something that he didn't appreciate, he would find some way to tell you he didn't appreciate it in a way that you made you just absolutely fall in love with him. That's exactly and right. And then you would got done and you would think, Oh, he just loved what I did. No, he really didn't. <laughs> but you think he did. And that takes a talent right there. You're absolutely right. And uh, his widow also said yes. if he were around, he would yeah. also yeah. love Old Navy's end-of-the-year sweater sale they've got going on oh, right now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Cause he probably wore a sweater out in his day. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. Rub suntan lotion on your snowman. Number two. My left nostril has issues. I told you, don't shove your finger up there so far, and it'll get better eventually. Uh, that something's happened there. Yeah. Number one, morning roadshow phrase for today, free rain on a possum. Whatever that is. That almost <laughs> sounds like a group that used to play at Lamey's. No, you're right. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.